So we're starting a new sermon series today called Perspective, and this is going to be a three-week series, and this uh, sermon series is going to be about perspective. It's going to just be about how we see things and making sure that we see things the right way, that we see things the way Jesus wants us to. You know, for us as followers of Jesus, how are we supposed to see and understand um, our lives and the different parts of it? Now, in this series, we're going to look at three different areas of our lives where perspective is really important. Uh, Tim's going to preach next week, and he's going to talk about um, perspective on our future. You know, seeing our future and understanding our future from God's perspective and God's word, what we need to know about our future as we move forward. You know, it's kind of always just a weird part of life, like we're always moving into our future. Like the present is was just then. You know, it's just kind of strange, the dynamic of time, but we're, we want to understand our future in the Lord. And then in a couple of weeks, Fran's going to talk about gratitude and the perspective we want to have as the people of God having a grateful heart. And today we're going to talk about perspective on our circumstances. That's what I'm going to talk a little bit about today. You know, as Jesus followers, how we're supposed to see our perspective, how we're supposed to um, see our circumstances and understand what's going on when we're in them. So if you got a Bible, we're going to be in Mark chapter 4, and we're going to read a pretty cool story. And... It is, it'll be up on the screen behind me. But if you go to Mark 4, starting verse 35, it says, That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, he took him, he took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the, the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and they asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Let's pray. Lord, we, uh, we love you so much. And Lord, we just ask that you would meet with us now and speak to us. Lord, nobody needs to hear anything from you, but we desperately all need to hear from you. So I pray that your voice would be loud and clear, that we would have ears to hear, and our hearts would be open. Lord, I pray that you would speak, and anything I say would just fall to the ground as dust and be blown away and quickly forgotten, but that you would speak to our hearts and change us. And so, Lord, we love you so, so much, God. And Lord, I just say thank you for saving a terrible sinner like me. And I pray this in your name. Amen. So we want to have perspective on our circumstances. And if you think about it, it's kind of interesting. Like life, our lives, the whole scope of our lives, life is just basically made up of different circumstances. I mean, if you think about it, life is just composed of one circumstance after another. You know, you, you wake up in the morning, just a typical day. You wake up, you're awake. That's your first circumstance of the day. Then you go get yourself ready for the day. That's another circumstance. If you have kids, you get your kids up. Get them ready. That's another circumstance. You drive to work, another circumstance. You go to work, come home, do your kids' homework, talk to your spouse, hang out with your roommates, whatever. Like, life is just circumstance after circumstance. You know, we can't get away from them. Life is just composed of circumstances. And so because they're so integral and really life is built upon circumstances, it's so important that we have the right perspective on our circumstances because every second of every day of your entire life, of my entire life, is a different circumstance. All right, we never get away from them. We are always right in the middle of circumstances. And so we have all these different kinds of circumstances. And in our lives, and you've experienced this, there's a pretty 
large bit of variety in the quality of our circumstances. You know, sometimes in life, life is great. Your circumstances are awesome. I mean, you're doing well personally. If you're married, your marriage is good, or maybe you're dating somebody you really like. Your kids are doing well. Your job is great. Um, like, all your genes fit. Like, I mean, like, everything in life is awesome. Every time you do the laundry, you always find every sock. They don't disappear. Like, sometimes life is fantastic. But then sometimes there's some variety. Like, you know, sometimes life is okay. It's pretty good. It's not great. You're getting along with your spouse some of the time, most of the time, but there's some struggle. Your kids are doing okay, but they kind of make bad decisions at times, and that's, that's a burden you got to carry. Work. Okay, not great. Sometimes your boss gets to you, your coworkers get to you. You know, and it's just sometimes life is pretty good or okay. But sometimes life is not good. Sometimes it's kind of tough. Marriage isn't good. Relationships aren't good. Work is hard. Kids are messing up. Financially, you're struggling, whatever it is. And that's just some examples of the circumstances that we deal with. And I kind of want to take all that and just kind of put it aside. It's important to have perspective on that kind of stuff, but we're going to hold that for another sermon. But here's what we want to talk about today. Sometimes we have circumstances and we find ourselves in just hard and dire circumstances where the world just crumbles in around us, where something awful happens or some kind of tragedy hits and we just don't know if we're going to make it. And we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. We feel like we have no hope and it just feels dark and we're broken. And it's those kind of circumstances that we want to talk about today and understanding the kind of perspective we need in the midst of those. Now, when I say hard and dire circumstances, you know, different examples of that, you know, it could be a loved one dies. You know, we, lo- we lose a family member, a loved one, and we have to deal with that grief and that loss. Um, you know, it could be, I know for a lot of parents, for example, you get a diagnosis from a doctor, something with your child, and they don't know if they can fix it. And you've got to learn to navigate that and deal with that. You know, for some people, they go through a divorce, their spouse cheated on them and left. And you've got to deal with that pain and that betrayal and, you know, like these years of a wasted marriage. You know, people struggle financially. You, you think you're going to lose your job. You might lose your house. You, you're like, Lord, I, I, we're not going to make it. We have to pay our bills. You know, it can just be some other tragedy. You know, you get that phone call about a loved one who's in some type of accident or they're sick. You know, like there are just these circumstances, these hard and dire circumstances where the world falls in around us. And in those circumstances, it is so important that we have the right perspective and that we hold on to perspective because we need the Lord's perspective to help make us, uh, help us get through it. But the problem is in those circumstances, it is so hard to maintain perspective because all we can see is what we're going through. And so today, I want us to kind of look at this passage we read in Mark 4 and talk about a few things, you know, of what is the perspective we need and how do we hold on to it and navigate it in the midst of those circumstances. Now, as it pertains to hard and dire circumstances, there's a couple of things we want to know. Number one thing is this, is that these type of circumstances, they are just a part of life and they are unavoidable. You know, if you're old enough and you're in this room, you've experienced this yourself at least once, probably more than once. Some of you are younger Maybe you haven't experienced this yet, and not to be a downer, but you will. I mean, there are just going to be times where the world falls in around you, and you are in hard and dire circumstances, and you don't know what to do. They're just unavoidable. You know, Jesus said in John 16, 33, he said, in this world, you will have trouble. 
and in the Greek, which is the language the New Testament is written in, that word trouble actually means suffering or tribulation. Basically what Jesus is saying is there are going to be times where life is going to be awful. We live in a broken, sinful world that is riddled and polluted by sin. And there are times where life is going to be really hard. And we're going to be in these awful circumstances. And so they're unavoidable, and we just want to be prepared for that. But the second thing I would say about hard and dire circumstances is that, to me, they're one of the worst parts of life, if not the worst part of life. You know, dealing with these type of things, it is so hard and it's so awful because there's so much pain and brokenness and confusion and fear and doubt. And it, it's, it's, it's awful. And it's just one of the worst parts of life. And so, to be honest, they're unavoidable. And it's just one of the worst parts of life. But because they're unavoidable, and because it's so hard, it is so important that we understand perspective in the midst of those. You know, I remember when I was in high school, um, my uncle, this great guy, he was diagnosed with cancer. And it was a very aggressive form of cancer, and it was really far developed in him. And he fought, and we did everything we could medically. We prayed, and he died. And we did everything we knew to do, and he did everything we knew to do. And I just remember how hard that was, and just the world falling in on, on, on our family, on my aunt who was married to him. They had a, a three-year-old at the time. And it's just, that's un, it, I tell you that, it's like, it's unfortunately, it's a part of life. And so... When we find ourselves in that, what is the perspective that we need? You know, walking through the valley of the shadow of death. How do we do that? How do we have perspective in that? Now, Mark chapter 4, this is a story all about hard circumstances and perspective. And it's such a cool story. So Jesus and the disciples, they're together. And they get in, they're in a boat, and they sail across this lake. Jesus is trying to get away from the crowd. Everywhere Jesus went, thousands and thousands of people were around him. He never had alone time, or very little. He had to really fight for it. And so they're trying to get away from the crowd, and they're in a boat. And they're on this lake, and all of a sudden, this huge storm comes up. I mean, and this is a bad storm. We don't know all the specifics. We just know the waves are really big, and it was super windy. I'm assuming there was probably rain and thunder and lightning. But this is a bad storm, and the reason we know that is at least four of Jesus' disciples were experienced fishermen, and everybody in this boat is freaking out about the storm but Jesus. And so because the guys who were fishermen are freaking out, this is a really bad storm. And the disciples think, we're going to drown, we're done for. They don't know what to do. And so they go to Jesus, and it's the coolest and the strangest thing. There's Jesus in the bottom of the boat. He's just asleep. Somehow Jesus is taking a nap in the middle of this storm. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on the water in a really bad storm, but you can't sleep in that. Like, I have, I remember I went one time deep sea fishing with my dad, and this really bad storm came up, and, you know, the boat's rocking, and it's, it's awful. There's no way you could just lay down and go to sleep. Um, by the way, like, you know, if you've ever been in, like, a bad storm on the sea, um, if you ever get seasick and somebody's like, oh, just look at the horizon, that'll make you feel better, it doesn't help. Because the horizon's rocking with everything else. I think it's just something fishermen do to laugh at land people. So I was just like puking my guts out this one time. He's like, just look at the horizon. I'm like, I hate your guts. You are not helping me. But they're in this really bad storm. And they go to Jesus, and they're totally freaked out. And they're like, they wake him up. Always a good idea to wake somebody up when you're panicked. That usually goes well. And they're, they're like, Jesus, we're going to drown. Don't you care? And it's so cool. Jesus, just Mr. Calm. Mr. Cool, calm and collected, 
gets up, and he just commands the storm to stop, just like that. His power of authority in nature, because he created, and he just calms the storm, and it just does calm, just like that. And the disciples, and understandably so, they are totally wigged out. I mean, Jesus just like flips the switch in his power, and the storm just gone. And the disciples are like, oh my gosh. And Jesus, he's so funny, he turns to them, and he basically says, what's wrong with you guys? I got this. Why are y'all freaking out? And the disciples say this incredible line. They say, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. I mean, this is just this incredible scene where this amazing new knowledge about who Jesus is is given to the disciples, that he has a power over nature, that he can control it. And obviously he can because he created it. And the disciples are totally freaked out. And I would have been too if I had seen Jesus do this, that he would do that. Um, It's so cool. It is so amazing. You know, one of my uh, earliest memories as a Christian, I hadn't been a Christian very long, but I remember one time my mom and I were at the beach, and my mom loved Jesus and was just full of faith, um, kind of at a weird, crazy level at times. But I remember my mom, this really bad storm was going on, and it was just her and I at the beach, and my mom's standing at the window of the condo, just rebuking the storm to stop, and of course it didn't work. But my mom was tearing into that storm in Jesus' name, stop, wind, go, thunder. And I remember, like, I was like nine. I'm like, what is this crazy woman doing? And, you know, later I would read the story. I was like, oh. And so my mom did not have authority over nature, but it was still pretty cool to see. I mean, she gave that storm a Jesus lashing, if you will. And uh, anyway, I always think about that when I read this story. But, yeah, Jesus calms the storm, and it's so cool. It's so amazing to see. Now, the key verse in this passage, in terms of what we're talking about, is verse 41. Because at the end of the story, it's when the disciples say, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. And see, what we want to understand is, in this whole episode, in these hard circumstances, and as we talk about perspective, there is knowledge the disciples gain about Jesus that brings them perspective. You know, in the middle of the storm, the disciples had no perspective. They're like, Lord, don't you care if we drown, we're dead, we're sunk, help us out. They, they have no perspective on what's going on. But by the end of it, they say, you know, who is this? Like, and, and they're saying there is knowledge about Jesus that they gain and they, they, they receive that changes their perspective and it brings them perspective. And here's the thing I want us to understand from this story. When we are in hard and dire circumstances and it feels like the world has fallen in around us, The perspective we need is based on knowledge of Jesus and how he is and how his kingdom works. Just like for the disciples, they gain this knowledge in this story about Jesus, and it provides them perspective in the midst of their circumstances. For us, the perspective we need is based on knowledge about who God is and who we are and how his kingdom works. And so when we find ourselves in hard and dire circumstances, there are things we need to know and to hold on to to get us through those circumstances. That's what we want to focus on. Perspective is about knowledge of who the Lord is, who we are, and what he's doing, what we need to do in the midst of hard and dire circumstances. And so that's what we want to understand. What's the knowledge we need to have the right perspective, to see things, to understand hard and dire circumstances as we're in the midst of them? And I would say there are four things in this passage that give us perspective in the midst of those kind of circumstances. Number one, the thing we need to understand 
is this, that in the storm that Jesus is with you. Jesus is with you. When you're in that circumstance, when you get that phone call, when your spouse is sick, when something happens with your kids, when the world falls in around you, Jesus is with you. He is with the disciples in the boat, and that is huge. You know, it's interesting in Scripture, God's answer to human weakness and God's main answer to every excuse we can ever give, God's answer to when we don't understand something usually is, I'm there. It's okay. I'll be there. God's presence is the most important thing in our life. And so when we're in those hard and dire circumstances, when you feel alone, when you feel isolated, you feel broken, the Lord is with you. That he is with you and he is moving and he is doing stuff and he is holding you and he is carrying you. Whether you feel it or not, whether you believe it or not, that his presence is the number one thing you need and you always have it. And you have to remind yourself of that when you're in these circumstances. The second thing I would say when we are in the storm, when we're in these hard and dire circumstances, this is the hardest, this is a hard one to do. I think this is the hardest one to do, but we need to seek Jesus in the storm. You know, it is so important when you find yourself in these circumstances to keep your heart soft and turn towards the Lord and continue to seek him and grow in him as best you can. You know, when you find yourself in hard circumstances, your heart can easily get hard. There's a lot of pain. There's confusion. It's easy to be bitter. It's easy to be doubtful and all of that. And that's not wrong if you feel that way, but you still, you seek the Lord even in the middle of it, that you continue to love him and seek to know him and spend time with him as best you can. Uh, But this is hard to do. I mean, in times of my life when I've been in these circumstances, it's hard because I didn't want to, like, worship. I didn't want to tell God I loved him because I was confused and I was mad. But it's so important you seek Jesus. And the disciples did this. In the midst of the storm, they go right to Jesus. And so we need to do that. That's the second part of knowledge we need to have perspective. Also in the storm, I would say this. Be honest with Jesus. It is so important that you are honest with yourself and with God about what you're feeling and what's going on. Because when you're in hard and dire circumstances, there's going to be doubt, fear, a lot of anger, confusion, hurt, brokenness. And you need to be honest about it. One of the worst things you can do when you're in these circumstances is to pretend you're fine. That is not what you need. You know, the disciples, they go to Jesus and they're honest at the point of being rude because they say to Jesus, don't you care if we drown? Basically accusing him of being unloving and uncaring, but at least they're honest. And I think of times in my life when I've gone through storms and hard circumstances, it was important to bring all of my pain and brokenness to the Lord, to own it and be real about it. You can try to squash it. You can try to pretend it's not there. I promise you it will boil out of you, and it will be ugly. And you have to be real, and you have to be honest about what you're feeling and what you're going through. You know, I'll say this, and I don't say this proudly. I'm just giving you an example. When I have gone through hard and dire circumstances, and there have been some big ones in my life, just in terms of being honest with the Lord, and, I mean, again, I'm not proud of this. Like, I have cussed at the Lord in prayer in my anger and my brokenness. Now, maybe I shouldn't have, but I just say that to let you know, like, I was trying to be as honest as I could be. And it's important to be honest with Jesus and with yourself. And I would say the fourth thing you need to know in terms of perspective in the storm and circumstances is to know that Jesus will get you through it. I promise you it won't last forever. It just won't. The Bible says... The morning will come. 
that God will get you through it. He will deliver you. You know, for the disciples, the storm didn't last forever. God got them through it. And when you're in that place, like, it will not last forever. It may feel like forever, and it may be a long time, but the Lord will bring you through. This is just what he does. He delivers us, and he brings us through. And not only that, God will bring good out of it. One of the best verses in Scripture is Romans 8, 28, and it says, God works all things for good for those who love him. Now, that doesn't mean, just being honest, that your hard and dire circumstance is going to end the way you necessarily want it to. It might, but it might not. You know, I did not want my uncle to die, and he did. But in spite of that, there were other good things the Lord did. And so I just want to be honest with you. It will end. It may end the way you hope and pray for. It may not. But we just trust the Lord with that. You know, and like Mary, we say, may it be unto me as you said. But the Lord will get you through it, I promise. It will not last forever. And he will deliver you. And he will get you to the other side. And so it's these four things that I think are important for us. That these give us the um, knowledge we need to have the right perspective in the midst of our... Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know what's happening. Can you, I hit the wrong button. Will you cut off the PowerPoint? That was my bad. Sorry. Um, but this is the knowledge we need to have the proper perspective in the midst of the circumstances. And to know these four things and to hold on to them and to cling to them and to believe them as we go through. Now... This is important. Let me say this. Um, the reason this knowledge is so important and perspective is so important is this. Um, when we find ourselves in life, when we're in hard and dire circumstances, we want those circumstances to end as quickly as possible, and that's normal for us to want that. I mean, you know, you want to get through your grief and your loss and your pain as fast as you can. You want God to do something quick. You want your heart to heal. You, you know, you want to get through it, and that's okay. But here's the thing. When you find yourself in these kind of seasons, you just got to endure it till it's over. And that's hard to say, and that's really hard to hear. But unfortunately, when we're in these dire circumstances, they're just going to run their course. Like your grief is just going to have to go through its process. Your loss is going to have to go through its process, whatever it is. And so we have to endure these type of circumstances. You know, there's no quick fixes, there's no early exits, there's no magical ways out of it. It's just they got to run their course, you know, as we deal with loss and grief and brokenness, and God heals us, and we get through it. It just takes time. And so because we have to endure them through God's grace, we need this knowledge and perspective to help us stay afloat. Well, the knowledge and perspective I've shared with you today is not just going to make your problems go away. It's not, even, it's not going to do anything like that. But it will help you endure. And I, I know that's kind of not great news, but that's just how life is. But for us as Jesus followers, Christ is with us and he will carry us as we endure through. And God will carry you to the end and bring you out the other side. But this perspective and knowledge I've shared with you, it's not going to fix everything, but it will help you endure through the pain and through the loss and through the hard circumstance until you get to the other side. I wish I had something better to say. I wish I had something more, you know, hey, here's this great thing you can do to make it easier. But we just endure with Christ. And if we will, he will see us through 
And this is the reality of our hard and dire circumstances, that Christ will carry us through, that we will make it. You know, um, I'll say this, in my own life, um, I've, you know, I've had some tough situations, and just to know, like, this knowledge and perspective we've talked about, it, it will carry you. I remember my mom died about 14 years ago, and she just died out of the blue, just dropped dead one day. I remember getting a phone call from my dad, and I remember just beginning to deal, moving through a season of grief and loss and hurt and confusion and anger towards the Lord, um, and just um, everything. It was awful. And, you know, you, you have to kind of learn how to navigate that and deal with that in your own way. But it was so important for me to know that, number one, the Lord was with me and he was moving, despite how I felt. You know, I needed to be, remember that and know that. You know, second thing, um, as best I could, and I did not do it perfectly, just to seek the Lord in the midst of that. You know, there are times I didn't want to pray. I didn't want to go to church. I didn't want to read my Bible. You know, I hated singing songs that talked about how God was good because I was so angry. But it was important to seek the Lord. Um, thirdly, I think I did, to be honest with Jesus, part really well. I already told you all that. I mean, I was honest with God. Um, and I was angry at him. And I was mad at the situation. But I, I owned it, and I was honest. And, it was, and that was healing and cathartic. But I can say, fourthly, the Lord got me through it. You know, he led me through the process of grief and loss and got me through it till the end. I remember it was about 18 months after my mom died. And I remember one day I was at church and I was playing drums at the church I attended. And just in the middle of a song, I was like, I feel better. You know, that God had done something deep and real in my heart with my grief and my loss. And that the Lord had brought me through it. And I can tell you the good God's brought out. I mean, despite the tragedy, like God has brought healing to my family and to me and just blessed us. But it was so important to have that perspective and understanding uh, through that knowledge. And I had to endure, and we have to endure these circumstances, but God will carry us through. You know, it's important to know, like, Jesus did this himself when he went to the cross and through Gethsemane. You know, Jesus, when he's in Gethsemane, the Father is there with him. He knew his presence was there. Uh, Jesus sought the Father in Gethsemane, you know, and through the cross. He's praying all the time to the Father. Jesus was honest the cross too i mean if you read the story of gethsemane jesus asked the father please don't make me do this it's okay to be honest but the father and the holy spirit got jesus through it and thank god he did think of all the good that came out of it for us redemption salvation eternal life right relationship with god you know kind of what we talked about today really is kind of a path of the gospel in kind of its own unique way um you know Hard and dire circumstances, like we said, they're just a part of life. And, you know, this is a kind of sermon, at least for me, I would say this. Um, I, I wish, I guess with these sermons, I would say, when you preach, you want your messages to be, like, nice and neat. You want them to be kind of a nice, neat package with a pretty bow. Like, hey, here's what the Bible says. Here's this practical step you can do and go out and live it. And it's just kind of, everything's just kind of nice and neat. But life is messy, and we have to apply the gospel to our messy, broken lives and our situations. And I feel like today this sermon is just kind of messy because of the content. Um, it's not fun to talk about hard and dire circumstances, and it's even less fun to hear that 
I wish there was a shortcut, but you just got to endure them with the Lord and he'll bring you through. That's, that's hard. That's messy. That's not easy. And so I stand up here today just to say, you know, I, I wish I could just say, isn't this great? I, I just, for me, I feel like this is a hard message um, and it's not fun. But I know this, that God specializes in messing up, that he really does take our pain and our loss and our brokenness and he does you know make something beautiful you know and if for you right now you may not be in a hard circumstance but some of you are and you're you're living this right now and you're like i don't know what to do and i get i get that i hope this sermon will help i don't know that it's i don't think it's going to change your life but i think it can help but i just understand that it's messy it's hard And so because it's messy and hard and there's no kind of like nice, tight way to kind of wrap this up, here's what I want to do. Um, I'm going to pray for us, but I also just want to say, if you want to come to the altar and pray today, the best thing I could tell you to do is this. If this message is for you, you need to go to Jesus with it. Like you need to go to Jesus with your circumstances and your brokenness and and just what you're feeling. Um, You know, like I said, it's messy, but God specializes in messes. That's just who he is. You know, the world was a mess because of sin, and Jesus fixed that. And so I'm going to invite the band up, and we're going to have a closing song, and we're going to worship. And I really want to encourage you to just seek Jesus as you need to. If this message is for you today, you're welcome to come to the altar and pray. Take some time. You can pray at your seat. Um, you can worship. If you're doing good, that's great. You know, we love that. Um, but, Yeah. We just want to be real with the Lord and kind of wrap this sermon up as you need to wrap it up is what I would say. And so um, I want to invite you guys to stand up if you would. I'm going to pray for us. And um, if you want to come to the altar, you don't have to wait till I'm done praying. If you want to just engage with God where you are, we want to do that. But I'll say this one last time. This is just a part of life, hard and dire circumstances. I wish it wasn't. And we all wish it wasn't, but the Lord will get you through it. And I promise he doesn't give us beauty for ashes. So let's pray.